Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Badlands podcast, the only podcast out there that is 100% chiseled and is proudly part of the Chairshot Radio Network. Uh, I am Mags, and with me uh, going on this journey, as always, Mr. Mr. Paul Tully. How are you, sir? I'm all right. I've got a bit, a bit, of, a bit of a headache because I've been spending the last hour trying to understand what an NFT is. Ah, okay. I, I, I still don't know. Uh, <laughs> a non-fungible token. So essentially, it's proof that you own something without it, there being a physical copy of it. Right. Oh, have you bought an NFT? Oh, I bought loads of them. The... Bought loads of them. Yeah. Before <laughs> understanding what they are, I'm loaded with crypto. You don't come across as a a crypto kind of guy. No, I'm not a crypto kind of guy. I don't even. I wouldn't even. I couldn't even tell you how to get a crypto. Uh, that that is for another podcast yeah. but it's uh brave people uh brave and sometimes stupid need to get into crypto i will say that i do own an nft oh what nft do you own i own the nft of the badlands logo i was <laughs> i was about to ask can we sell the nft of the badlands logo so the reason why i did it and this is going totally off topic um there's a a new twitter um um, profile picture you can have where it's instead of being a circle it's actually in a, in a hexagon and all the cool nft kids have them because 
you get one if you link an NFT you own to your Twitter account. Right. So I didn't want to buy an NFT, but I I also already had the logos for for Badlands, um, for Five Rounds, for Wire Watch and stuff like that. So um, I essentially went to this website called rareable.com where you can create your images into NFTs. Uh, so then I essentially now own the NFT of an image that, that I already have. Um, <laughs> and then I went to link it to my Twitter profile and found that you can only do it if you've got Twitter blue, which is like a pay per monthly service. So oh, I've never even heard of that. Yeah, so um, is that where is that where all the Twitter porn is? <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> but yeah. So essentially, when they said nope, this is going to cost you money, I can't watch the whole idea. But so, so I do, I do own that one NFT. I don't know how many <laughs> Ether or Bitcoin it's worth. Zero, probably. So it was a, uh, it it was as I suspected, a complete waste of time. Absolutely futile in every sense of the word. Luckily, it took about a minute to do, but yeah. <laughs> I was pretty fuming about it, but so I am. A, I'm an NFT then, I suppose. Oh, you one step ahead of me, and you're a lord. Who needs <laughs> NFTs when you're a lord? Well, this is this is it exactly. I mean, there's even people like Luke Shaw. This is not going to be great audio for the American listeners, but uh, Luke Shaw, a British footballer uh, of average quality, he's brought out a series of NFTs because everybody wants a, a Luke Shaw NFT. What is it? Just a, a picture? Yeah, but you don't even own the picture. You own. You have a, a, a token or a certificate to say you own that picture. It doesn't stop me right-clicking and saving it to my PC. I still right. can have the ability to do that, but you can go around and say, I own this. Should we talk about wrestling? Yeah. <laughs> it's essentially a, a way to, to get rich people and their money parted. It's doing remarkably well. I think I just saw Justin Bieber's bought a picture of a monkey for over a million dollars. Ridiculous. Yeah. And I'm assuming that'll be a bored ape. <laughs> <laughs> let's, talk, let's talk some wrestling. So, um, unfortunately, uh, Ray is unavailable today. Work uh, work issues um, uh, is keeping him away. And it would have been cool to actually have his... Uh, his um, uh, input in this show because he he's kind of like the conduit between me uh, being a, uh, a an out and out MMA fan to you who has absolutely zero interest in that in that space whatsoever. Nothing. I was think I was thinking to myself earlier. I've probably watched about three or four fights in my life. Two of them had Frank Bruno in them. So <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I'm. This isn't my topic, but we're gonna have fun anyway. We are. So uh, the topic essentially is, uh, what if wrestling was real? What if uh, Keith Fabe was not a thing? Uh, and I pitched a, a specific way we'd approach this uh, this topic uh, by taking uh, the, the major wrestling companies and essentially assigning the titles uh, of those companies or the major titles of those companies to the wrestlers who we think would, would probably be the toughest or the most uh, realist um, talent uh, and and um, in terms of actual fighting capability in, in the company. So um, I thought it would be a, a cool way of looking at it. Uh, so we're going to go through uh, Raw, SmackDown, NXT and AW assigning uh, a men's champion and a women's champion. And then for a, 
for a, a little bit of fun and more in, in Paul's wheelhouse. We're going to nip over to Japan and we're going to cover uh, a champion for, for New Japan and also a champion for Noah. Uh, which I, I still I don't know who's hard over there. And <laughs> <laughs> more, more familiar with them. We we're there talking about Mr. Ray Cash as if he's not here. Oh, look and at that. Look at that. He does a magical running. How are you, sir? You weren't gonna go a whole damn three weeks without hearing from me, damn it. Well, we we thought we'd done something wrong. We thought we were in the bad books that you were just not rocking up every week. <laughs> yeah, I'm pissed off at you guys. Yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 mad at y'all spell words with the U that don't have a U in work in them. So <laughs> it angers me so much. <laughs> so for context, you were in your car, I assume, driving to and or from work. Driving home from work, yes. Um to to break kayfabe a little bit, um, I normally I have a lot of freedom at my job. I have a lot of responsibility at my job too, though. And um, Monday and Tuesday, I normally work from home. And we've been super busy over the past couple of weeks. And we just acquired a new company. I'm in IT, so uh, that's involving a extra a whole lot of extra more for me mm-hmm. to kind of get all these companies integrated on top of my regular duties. So uh, yeah, I've 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 been busy, and I have missed my Badlands fix. It's, it's like it's like crack. I need it. <laughs> wow, <laughs> wow! Um, it's really inferior shit crack. It's, yeah. it's like crack that you found in the drain. <laughs> well, that's the that's that's the worst type of crack, and it's the most addictive. Yeah, very, very <laughs> true. Uh, but uh, but we, as we've always said, that real life always comes first. So uh, I think that's the beauty of having uh, having a team as dynamic and flexible as, as we do. Uh, we're just glad that uh, you don't feel too bad about uh, missing the shows, and and we're always going to be here for when uh, for 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 when you're available. So we don't want you sweating and and kind of worrying that you that you let us down because you absolutely are not. Absolutely. Oh not. no, I feel pretty. I feel pretty pretty bad. I'm gonna tell you how bad I feel. If anybody's seen the movie on Netflix, don't look up with um oh, it's Meryl so Streep. That's a, an it, awful film. Well, I love disaster movies, so like I love it because it how how bad it is. But the feeling that Meryl Streep had and the the dude who was playing Mark um, Elon Musk realized when oh yeah, this shit that they told us was real and the world's really about to end. That's how I feel. That, that feeling is how I feel every time I miss the show. Because I wow. feel so bad, and I have this super, super extra stupid level of guilt, and uh, you know, and Mags, y'all don't, you don't know this, Tally. This is, this is, I'm, I'm really telling secrets today. Mags texts me horrible, horrible, and unfortunately, Ray's microphone has become <laughs> muted. <laughs> you know how the rumor? That's, that's funny, by the way. You know, the you know that we do is, this Pia Star program. <laughs> you know how the rumor is that Ray Mysterio, like uh, when he does a little head thing, he tells somebody, "Get your life together, little bitch." Like <laughs> Max texted me randomly when I missed the show, like, "Oh, show missing ass bitch." That's why your mama don't love you. <laughs> and I'm, I'm I don't like, remember adding the last bit. <laughs> <laughs> He's a lord; he can do that. That's that's how they behave yeah, over here. It's privilege. It's the, the privilege ben of the, the, un, the unwashed masses. So, are you sticking around for a little while, Ray? Because if you are, yeah, well, at, least, at least for the drive home, and then when I get home, I gotta get back to work. So, yes, I, you got me for about twenty, thirty minutes, maybe. Yes. Oh, okay. brilliant. 
So, um, the topic is, um, what if wrestling were real? What if our kayfabe wasn't a thing? Uh, and I know that you uh, you know that we uh, are essentially booking who we think would be the champions of each uh, of each promotion um, if if it was based on on farting skill. So yeah. we raw uh, men and women, SmackDown men and women, uh, NXT men and women, AW men and women, and then uh, New Japan. And, and Noah. So, uh, to make it easy for you, let's uh, let's fire through your list first. Eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. This is your boy Kenny Killer telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Well, I can definitely tell you. So it's, at first you think it seems easy, right? But then you realize how many people have legitimate backgrounds nowadays. Like, And this is no disrespect to the guys of the 70s and the 80s who were like strong men and hard men in real life. But I mean, Chad Gable's five foot eight, and he's an Olympian. Yep. Like, he can take anybody down. You know what I mean? Um, but so, um, when it came to Raw, the obvious thought is Brock, right? Yeah. But I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Bobby Lashley for Raw. Yeah. I'm going to say Lashley because, number one, Lashley has a better record in MMA. Number two, it, seems, it feels like Lashley takes everything he does more serious than uh, Brock does. And three, with respect to Brock and how good he was, in the octagon and how good he was on the mats, he never really had much of a stand-up game. Lashley got stand-up game. Mm-hmm. So pick. I'm going to give it to Lashley. Great pick. Um, 
honorable mention to Riddle because he was going to be my other choice. No, um, I, I'll jump straight into my pick then because my pick was actually Matt Riddle. Yeah. Um, because of these uh, state state level wrestling, um, his MMA record of eight, three, and two, four white fight win streak that he uh, he was on when he left the UFC. Uh, although two of those were a little bit janky because he pulled uh, he got pulled for uh, positive cannabis test results. Uh, the reason I went for him over Lashley and uh, Lesnar is because. He's almost a decade younger than the the two, and I think yep. uh, that that age difference might be the deciding factor. But yeah, I went for with uh, with Matt Riddle. So I've, when I'm it... so out of my depth here, <laughs> I've just realised oh, straight oh, away. For, I went for Braun uh, Braun Strowman because he looks mean. <laughs> <laughs> Who did you go for? Well, I'm curious and wrong. I, I, book, I booked the division. I booked oh. the division of five. I'll tell you my champion now. Okay. okay. So it's so I went Brock and so you Lashley. Went, you went deep into this. Well, yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I've given, I went for Brock and Lashley. Okay. For some reason, I didn't consider Riddle. That's just an oversight. He should have been in there. I put in Gable. Okay. And then I went Omos because he's massive. Okay. <laughs> Brilliant. Like okay, he's I'm proper massive. Clever. Yeah. He can't fight, but yeah, he's big. So I yeah. get you. And then uh, I went for Otis. That's Quite a good, quite a good um, amateur wrestler, and again, he's got a lot of weight behind him. And so I've gone for those five, but I'd, I'd ultimately give it to Brock. He, That's a good he shout. was a, a powerlifter as well. Oh, it's, I think he held the record uh, at NXT for the the most uh, weights lifted, uh, seven hundred seventy-five pounds, I think. Wow! Oh, he's a monster. Otis is a monster, and, and, and um, he's a monster in the gym. So yeah, get a good shout. So my, my division would be. A lot of big guys clashing, big, big, a heavy lot, guys. A lot of amateur style wrestling as well. Yeah. And then there's Omos who just pushes people off of Yeah. <laughs> this big old, big old redwood Omos. Well, you're gonna, you're um, not gonna knock him out, are you? You can't reach. Well, you can, you can. Have you not seen the liver punches knock people out? No. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Uh, just, just for, just for context, Ray, at the, at the start of the podcast, I. I, I let Mags in, into a little secret that I've I've only really seen like maybe three or four boxing matches, never never any MMA. My actual real combat knowledge is zero. About, about, about as good as my NFT knowledge. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, so this ought to be really fun for you. So I, yeah, I'm out of my depth. <laughs> and yet he went he went into the 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 deepest booking by booking a whole roster. <laughs> Hey, overcompensate, baby. Hey, accentuate the positives and hide the negatives. I feel it. Yep. So let's get into the, the Raw Women's then. Um, Ray, who have you got? There's only one that makes sense because none of them have any proper training um, combat-wise. But in terms of looking at the person who would who would who fills all the boxes of what would be a, a great combat sport athlete, got to be Bianca Belair, right? Mm, interesting. I... I... I considered her, but her uh, her only kind of a her only kind of combat sports was was CrossFit, and you can't really count that as combat sports. So I went for no, Beth yeah. I went for Beth Phoenix. Oh, because, see, I didn't think to count her. Okay, that's fair. Because obviously she has a, ma- a really well storied uh, wrestling uh, background. First ever female uh, uh, varsity wrestler for for Notre Dame. Um, she was uh, multiple times a uh, freestyle women's champion. 
um, then obviously being five foot seven, I think she's one of the taller women on the on the raw roster, and also built like a brick shit house. So I went for went for Mrs. Copeland. Good pick. I wasn't aware of her background. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> I just. I, so who did which five did you pick for this one? <laughs> it, 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 is Ronda Rousey not raw? I didn't oh. pick. You could have you could have Rose. I specifically didn't pick her for any because she she hasn't really decided what brand she's on yet. Okay, but you, if you, you just, want you just don't want her, the Twitter hate. I would I would happily pick her. I think she would destroy any woman on that roster. But I specifically didn't because she could still be on SmackDown. Okay. Well, I I, I picked Ronda as my Raw champion. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> I, I, and the in my, in my hanging fruit. <laughs> in my division, I also had Bianca. Um, and then my third in the division was Dana Brooke. Another good shout. What? I think she, I think she looks hard. <laughs> she's she's Dana Brooke like... can't do shit but lift weights. What are you talking about, Dana Brooke? <laughs> wow. <laughs> already, already causing controversy. It helps being strong, doesn't it? You... you uh... You know what's interesting to me is nobody said Rhea. I think, Ripley. yeah. I, th- yeah. I looked. I looked on a, a a Wikipedia page, and she, outside of wrestling, she has no other combat training whatsoever. Um, she looks mean, and she she's a hard hitter in the ring. But if you're talking legitimate fighting, there's nothing there to to back up that she would be a contender for me. Max, she was born and raised in Australia. She fights for her life every day. That, I mean, that that is true. There's I think Dana looks meaner. Or a spider, or a, a bird that eats your head, or something every day that's trying to kill you out there. Yeah, and and according to uh, to Josh, who lives in the uh, the same town as she was raised, or went to the same school, that is the 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 meth capital of the world as well. So she had to avoid that. Wow. Yeah. Meth capital of the world in Australia. Yeah. That's a surprise. Is it? <laughs> Have you heard many Australians? <laughs> no one's doing meth in neighbours. <laughs> I don't know. I, I bet um Joe Mangle did a bit of meth in his town. Oh probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was that whole dream scene with Bouncer the dog, wasn't it? The- yeah. Whoever had that did, dream was definitely on meth. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, whilst we've abused the whole <laughs> continent, let's get back to Ray for his uh his pick for the SmackDown men. So the pick that makes the most sense and who I should pick is Shinsuke Nakamura, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna go against the grain, and I'm gonna go uh, the old 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 last old old fella. I'm gonna go Sheamus because. When it comes down to it, I know maybe a proper fight, I don't know, but when it comes down to a Donnie Brook or a bar fight or like someone jumping your ass in the alley, Sheamus is the one guy on that roster that I want on my side. Mm-hmm. So I'm going with Sheamus. Yep. I I've got I had two picks for this one. Sheamus was one, and it's because he has a, a history in uh, rugby and Gaelic football and as Paul will know, to play rugby you need to be mean. Um, yeah, but to, be, to play Gaelic football, you need to be even meaner. Yeah, he also was a former bodyguard for for you two and for Denise Van Alton, so he's That's took true. some some stray bullets in that. 
But how um, how much shit are you two and Denise Van Outen getting? I can't, I can't imagine you have to defuse many. None. When you've got Seamus and you've got you're getting no shit. <laughs> That's the point. Um, he also um, he's got a, his own uh, tailored workout regime on which has been published on the Muscle and Fitness website called the, the Celtic Warrior Workout. Great uh, change. Yep. Yeah, and I read a, an interview he did with the Daily Star where he, he talks about his, his strict regime. Uh, and the guy puts in the work, he puts in absolute work and four intense uh weight training sessions a week, uh, doing cardio, uh, lifting weights, working on his arms, legs. And the guy is six foot three and looks like he's carved out of, out of marble, just shockingly strong uh, so he was my first pick my backup was Cesaro um, okay. mainly because of his strength but also because he, he does Olympic level uh, weightlifting and he, he, all the way through his his, uh, his life he's been a massive um, uh, proponent of tennis of football, of basketball uh, and he actually has a record of a one-arm snatch lift of 145 pounds, which is that's crazy. It's it's ridiculously strong. So yeah, I, I, so I went with Seamus first, though, but my backup was certainly Cesaro. Now, Paul, why have you picked Roman? <laughs> I tried to pick Roman. Um, so my raw my raw men's division was like strong but wrestling based. This one, this one's like lock, stock, two smoking barrels. So similar to you guys. I've gone Seamus, I've gone Cesaro, and in the mix with them, I've thrown in Drew McIntyre because mm-hmm. he's from is he from Glasgow? He's from Scotland, so he, he and he he's chiselled, so I reckon he's pretty hard. And uh, and um, whatever his current first name is, Corbin. Really? Happy? Is he happy at the minute? He's pro football player, man. You, and pro he football player, yeah. I concede that. Um, that's a that's a a, a, a mean looking and, list. And to Corbin's point, we we forget about this because he's so such, he does such good character work. He's a Golden Gloves level boxer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and like, and he's got two of the best finishing moves in the company. Oh man! End of so, days and deep perfect. six are so good, so good. Yes. Yeah, and, and they like hugely protected as well. I I, I can remember reading somewhere. I think nobody. They, uh, yeah, nobody's, nobody's ever kicked out. out of end of days. Nobody's yeah. ever kicked out of that. That's amazing. In 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 modern day WWE, that's that's incredible. I'm, I'm he's going to be my champion. So he's your man. He's your he's man. your number one pick. Yeah, good pick. So rare SmackDown women. It should only be two choices unless uh, my boy Paul wants to pick a Lear or some shit. But <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's, he's picking Nikki Ash. Guaranteed. Oh, of course. Um, no, give an honorable mention to Zia Lee because she has a real life karate background. Mm-hmm. But submission magician, baby, the god, the the the, the godmother of MMA. I, I went Shana for Bay- both. I went for exactly the same picks. Exactly the same picks. Um, yeah, Shayna obviously with that uh, MMA background, twenty six pro fights. She's beaten current UFC fighters uh, Roxanne Modafferi and Alexa Davis. Um, She's uh, trained in Muay Thai, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, uh, catch wrestling. Yeah, she she could kill you in a heartbeat. And again, and trained trained in catch wrestling by Josh Barnett and Billy yes. fucking Robinson, mm-hmm. which is brutal. And Josh actually filmed a video because she couldn't get to Josh's uh, um, training school. 
he actually filmed her a video to teach her the the step by step techniques of catch wrestling, which shows how just how much he believed in her. Uh, but yep. yeah, my my uh, alternate was Zaylee as well. Uh, again, yep. you mentioned it. Um, she fought Wushu Karate. Um, she has her own fitness studio. She's uh, had multiple uh, first place finishes in in uh, martial arts competitions. Uh, she was uh, the gold medalist at the traditional Chinese Wushu Championships. She's won the NAC Challenge Competition, uh, and she won the first ever uh, China Throwdown uh, Tournament. So, yeah, she's she's legit. Now, Paul, why have you picked the Iconics? <laughs> let's, let's go, Naomi. I've, uh, <laughs> please be Naomi now. Please be Naomi. Champ, champion Shayna Baszler. Obviously, okay. Yeah, you've redeemed yourself. Uh, this was a small division. This is only two a two person division. I've gone for Shayna, and then I've gone for uh, Natalia because okay. she's dungeon trained. So if she gets a chance, she could rip an arm off. She is submission level. She is a she is probably MMA submission level good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's a she's a good grappler. I'd give you that. Yep, good pick. So then let's bounce straight back to you then, Ray, for your NXT Men's Champion. So I'm gonna tell you this: who I want to choose. Is go is Gunther, because mm-hmm. like if, if 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 that dude smacked, if he gave Francis and Gano a chop, I think we'd have a new world champion like that. So that's who you want to go for. But I'm I'm gonna give so I'm gonna give a shout out to uh, Tony D'Angelo, Olympic okay. level wrestler. I'm gonna give a shout out to like I said Gunther. Shout out to Kushida, who again is a is a submission specialist. Um, I believe I'm going to go, I want to, can I give another shout out to Pete Dunne, who I was really thinking about choosing? You can. Um, and Zion Quinn. I'm, I can't go with one. I'm, t- I'm taking two. Give me the creeds as a, as a tandem. Oh, it's like we're on the same page. Literally, I couldn't pick between the two either. The two Creed brothers. The, those guys are phenomenal athletes. Phenomenal. I actually, if, I, if I had to pick one, it'd be Julius. That's a, that's the taller one and the older brother. If I had to pick one because he's older, but yeah, both those guys are they're they're so good that like Vince don't believe in tag teams, but apparently there's belief in the company that they're going to be a top act as a tag team. Mm-hmm. Now, I, if I were to pick one, uh, going to that, I would have actually gone with uh, the smaller one, uh, Drew, uh, and that's because of his of his college wrestling uh, record, uh, 108 wins. 13 losses, and in his final year, he perfected with a 30-0 and zero record. He was ranked number one in the States and was uh, was favourite to uh, win the uh, 2020 NCAA Championships, but they got cancelled because of COVID, and then obviously signed with uh, WWE. But yeah, I would have gone with uh, the, the the Creed brothers, or the Casper brothers, as they're, 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 they're known. Yep, yep. All right, Brown Breaker, let's go, baby. <laughs> I've gone for Tomasa Champa. Well, <laughs> I've, actually, mean. <laughs> I've actually just Googled the NXT roster because I, I forgot about them. Um, Brilliant. So I'm going to, I'm, I'm just going to cowardly agree with Ray and go for Gunter. I mean, it's, it's a solid pick because, like Ray said, if he, he may not have no kind of a um, formal background, but if he chops you, you're chopped. It's as yeah. simple as that. But yeah, it's a, a great pick. Now, so for women, right? The, the, this was this for me was the toughest one. This felt like the toughest pick. Well, so it's tough 
but and by the way, I since I do gotta go. It's tough, but I'm cheating. I'm a cheat. That it don't count. That, no, it's no, it's gonna count. It's just I'm cheating because you said NXT, but you didn't say which NXT. Oh, okay. So I'm going with the queen, the real queen. Sorry, Charlotte. Miko Satamore. Good pick. Oh, very good. Any pick. woman, any woman, any person really, but any woman who Minoru Suzuki looks at as his equal in fighting, mm-hmm. in terms of fighting, yeah, I'm afraid of you. And 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 notice, I'm and I'm, uh, you know, I love Charlotte. I'm very respectful for Charlotte and whatnot. Charlotte is not the queen in WWE. Sorry, it's a tagline. The queen is Miko Satamore. I mean, you've 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 used the the loophole perfectly there because I didn't even consider NXT UK, and she is better than Mapic. Um, and uh, but I know you just said yeah you had to go. Um, so before you go, uh, and I'll, I'm not going to give you context. You'll have to listen to the episode as to why. But who would you have had win uh, the 2022 Royal Rumble? Just the name, no context, just the name. Biggie, Biggie. Okay, and. I want to give one uh, honorable mention in the for the women in NXT. Okay. We laugh at her because of her gimmick, but Tiffany Stratton is like is, is a legitimate athlete. Mm-hmm. I believe she was also an Olympic Olympic wrestler and gymnast too. Yeah, and and she fits in that Vince McMahon mold perfectly. She'll be a huge star. So she 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 might be able to 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 get MMA pretty quickly given her background. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Love you, boys. Trying to get back on track regularly here, hopefully soon next week. Um, yeah, man, I miss y'all. I hate that I can't be be here regularly, but um, I'm always here. I'm always on the text. Y'all can find me at It's Ray Cash, R E Y S Mysterio, C A S H and Dollars. I'm everywhere else. You know, I guess I gotta oh, I gotta start we're, working. We're, that's that's been noted that you turn up on every <laughs> other podcast. Well, I mean, you know, it's not it's not my fault. Y'all go to bed at six o'clock. <laughs> yeah, in in human like normal times, it's it's later than that. Well, <laughs> teach their own because you know normal time, central time, mm-hmm. not Greenwich but, time. But okay, we massively appreciate you uh, fitting us in. Uh, we know how much of a struggle your time has, has been recently, so it's it's always appreciated. And, and like I said, hopefully we'll get into a, a, an even keel very very soon and have you um, back as part of the. The, the Badlands roster pretty quick, but you go and, uh, go and enjoy the rest of your day, so we'll speak to you very, very soon. Yeah, it's great to see you, Ray. You too, brother. Love you, boys. Y'all be good. Have a good show. Um, and yeah, hopefully I'm here next week. So, Bye-bye. See ya. So, uh, I'll give you a little bit of more breathing time, because I know you were quickly scouring the NXT women's uh, roster. Oh, I don't um, know any of these people. <laughs> well, for, for man, uh, I actually went for uh, a, a wrestler called Ulyssa Leon. Um, actual name is Jennifer Michelle uh, Iglesias. And the reason why I picked her, because it was slim pickings, first of all, on that NXT women's roster in terms of formal um, uh, fat ability. Um, but um, Ulyssa is an uh, Olympic-level weightlifter, um, she's uh, competed in the World Championships and the Pan American Games. She won three golds in the 2019 World Cup, and she was uh, actually training to be in the in the 2020 Olympics in in Tokyo. Uh, but obviously, when that got rescheduled, uh, she kind of transitioned into into wrestling. Uh, followed her father's uh, uh, in the father's footsteps. He was Bruno, wrestled uh, for many years in CMLL, 
uh, which is where Ulyssa actually started her wrestling career before she joined the the, the WWE um, uh, Performance Center. I think it was uh, early 2021. So yeah, that's who I've gone for, Ulyssa Leon. Sounds like a good pick. Well researched. I wish I, <laughs> I wish I'd researched. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know why I didn't think of NXT. Um, so I'll go for um, <laughs> I'll go for Casey Castanzaro or whatever her name is. Okay, the American she's, Dragon. She's uh, a ninja. American isn't she? Ninja. Yeah, she's an American Ninja. So and, and she's also like four eleven. So she's yeah. wa- well, it's Gonna be hard to catch. Hard to hard to hit. Um, and yeah, she's flipping about all over the place. I, I, I love your reasoning. Your reasoning is the best part. <laughs> you know what's hard about this, actually, is I think we're probably doing a lot of people a discredit because we're when I, when I was researching, I was looking into all their backgrounds. Obviously, apart from NXT, I forgot. Mm-hmm. But the, the tricky part is there might be people there who could be really good at MMA or really good at f- just fighting. But how do you how do you tell? Yeah, this is it. And like with Shane, you, you could just tell, but I, I suppose it's because we don't know these on a personal level, you can only go off the information you can gather. Um, for instance, I didn't remotely consider someone like Roderick Strong, but yet he could be the, the toughest person in the locker room, uh, for all we know. Yeah. It's just it's just the fancy booking of it all, I suppose. Yeah, it's fun. It is. Anyway, let's get on to AEW. I assume okay. you've uh, you picked some AEW guys. I've got the AEW guys. So for AEW, um, I, I, for me, there was only one standout, uh, and that was Wardlaw. Okay. Why? So the reason why I went for him is 6'3", 267 pounds. Um, he's had a, a lifelong obsession with pro wrestling and with weightlifting. Uh, I, I read a, an ESPN interview with him. Um, where he said he was massively influenced by Hogan uh, and Warrior. Uh, and then in terms of weightlifting, it was uh, Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger. He said he started to really take bodybuilding seriously when he he saw Dave Batista, uh, how big of a star he was becoming, and that, that was uh, the inspiration he, he needed. He actually would train with uh, his uh, college football team, even though he wasn't really a part of the, the, the football team, just to increase his conditioning. Uh, and then when his buddies were out partying, uh, he would actually turn up to the parties with uh, his protein powder. Uh, so when they were getting drunk, he would be getting getting his protein in. Um, after after college, he turned to boxing and jiu-jitsu and actually trained with uh, uh, a very famous jiu-jitsu team called uh, the the Gracie Jiu-Jitsu team. Uh, on the, and on his tryout, he double leg took down a purple belt in um, in Brazilian jiu-jitsu uh, in his first ever kind of squaring off against someone. Uh, in terms of his training regime, it's scarily rigorous. He eats 4,000 calories a day. Oh, wow. Um, he does carb cycling, so that's uh, where uh, on his rest days, which is uh, is usually the days he tapes for AW, so that would be Wednesdays and Thursdays, uh, he'll have no carbs at all. All his meals are, are, are light, uh, but uh, after that, he is heavy on carbs, uh, just so he can uh, essentially get the energy needed for the four long gym sessions that he puts in per week. So 
yeah, um, he stood out to me uh, because AW has a lot of smaller, more yeah. kind of athletic wrestlers. Uh, so guys like Wardlow, guys like Brian Cage really stand out because of how massive that they are. But Wardlow edged it for me because of all the history he has with our with our combat sports and and with bodybuilding over over Brian Cage. So yeah, I went with Wardlow. Good pick. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't consider him. It's easy. Easy to forget like how how rigorous some of these guys' training regimes are. You, you mm-hmm. watch them on TV and think, oh, their job is just, you know, all right, they have a match every night, but on, on tour and stuff. But, it, it, but you know, they're out there for 10, 15 minutes, but they're not. They're in the gym for mm-hmm. hours and hours every day. And then the traveling as well. It's, it is a hell of a job. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right, I've gone for my division's very mixed division here. Uh, my champion is Anthony Agogo. Now, he was somebody who I considered. Olympic bronze medalist in, I can't remember what year. Uh, uh, was it 2008, I think? I think so, yeah. It wasn't London, was it? It was the, yeah, it was think... the one before, I think. <laughs> so he's got got the skills to pay the bills. Obviously, it's boxing, so a, a more limited style if it was, uh, if it was like, if it was wrestling, but still, if he catches you, you're, you're out. Mm-hmm. So Agogo is my champion in the division with him. I've got Jake Hager because mm-hmm. he's got a, a a bit of Bellator history. Yeah, I mean, I, I another one who I who I slightly considered, but knowing um, his MMA background uh, a little bit more than 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 perhaps you do, um, I know his his record flatters to deceive. Um, he, he may be unbeaten, but that's not the full picture his last fight he uh he essentially got ruled a no contest because he kept hitting the guy in the bollocks because he was hitting the guy in the bollocks. Yeah. multiple okay. times yeah well if but he's tough i mean i couldn't i couldn't hang with him it, <laughs> but, uh, but I, I just i i didn't consider him because uh i know that the fighters he fought are cans and the the one time he fought someone with a little bit of quality, it was ruled a no contest because he uh, he focused on 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 the baby makers a little bit too much. Oh, okay, well he's still in my division. <laughs> someone else who's someone else who's whose record flatters them in MMA. I've got I've got Punk because mm-hmm. he he trained every day for years, so he must be half decent at it. No. Even if uh, even the, if he did uh, beat the, the shit two, out of the two <laughs> farts kind of uh kind of flying the in the face of that but yeah, yeah he, he, i think he still trains mma now i'm sure he probably does and he yeah he looks in great shape um <laughs> so what as you said aw roster actually in in fighting for reels is quite slim picking so i think he makes it into that top of my division and then fourth i've gone for paul white another one who I, I thought about, but knowing his uh, issues with his knees and uh, and his hip replacement, yeah, I think he, he would be easy to to counter maneuver and then get him to the ground. And once he's on the ground, is is flares like a fish. Yeah, if you can get him there, mm-hmm. that's that's the, that's that's the key. If you if you can get him that on the ground, the that is how, how easy is it to get a seven foot. I don't know what he is. Is he 500 pounds? That was always, if you build 500 pounds on him, but Sherman man was able to get him down and he lost to Floyd Mayweather. who's about 60 pounds wet through. Yeah. That wasn't real though. Was it? Was it real? No, I, none of it was real, Paul. I, I don't know how to break this to you. <laughs> but 
These are scripted pretend farts. Well, the Mayweather and Big Show one was. He he knelt down. I can't. I didn't see it. Smacked in the mouth. I didn't see it. <laughs> oh my giddy aunt. Jesus. <laughs> okay, well, he, he, he's a he's a big boy. He certainly is. <laughs> Brilliant. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Okay, so let's go to the AW Women's. And uh, this again, kind of like the NXT uh, Women's, it was... Slim pickings in 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 terms of um, now these women may be tough. Don't get me wrong, but in in kind of justifying why you pick one of them over another, uh, it was it was it was hard to to kind of round off who would be uh, the the toughest fighter. So I went yeah. with I went with Tar Conte um, because she has uh, uh, a background in uh, gymnastics. Uh, she was a regional champion, uh, four-time All Brazil uh, runner-up, uh, but she also competed uh, for the for the national team in gymnastics and uh, toured the uh, the European gymnastics circuit as well. The reason why I picked her, though, mainly was because she has a black belt in judo, and oh. she also has she also has a blue belt in jiu-jitsu. Uh, and before uh, actually signing with the WWE uh, in 2016. She uh, was actually in trials for the Brazilian Olympic uh, team for both judo and jiu-jitsu. So there's certainly a martial arts background there. Whether that translates to toughness, uh, who's to say? Because obviously if you're going up against someone like um, Nala Rose, for instance, all the toughness in the world doesn't stop you getting smacked in the jaw and being spun around. Um, no. But yeah, that's what I went with anyway, Taekwondo. Ah, uh, that, that um, those uh, that black belt and blue belt escaped my attention. I didn't, uh, I didn't know she was there. She had those. I, um, this was very slim pickings for me. I had one. Um, unfortunately, I didn't. Again, uh, history, history in uh, judo and and kendo. Uh, Hikaru Shida, mm-hmm. who is she, is she currently the actual AEW champion? No, 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 she's not. <laughs> not been the champion for a while. Okay, she was a champion once. It's Britt Baker DMD. Okay, and Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Um, Adam Cole. But yeah, it's a great pick. Um, um, That's the only person I had. I, I, I browse in the roster. Um, some of them look like they could be could be tough, but as you say, Nyla, Nyla Rose probably tough. I don't, I don't know if Abaddon looks tough or just scary. Yeah, probably a little bit of both. Yeah. Um, but again, um, I w- if we were talking about street fighting, then you would probably think. Um, Sheeda or um, or Nala Rose would would more than handle themselves, um, but or even legit Layla Hirsch. Um, uh, yes, I was a, looking at her with an uh, uh, amateur wrestling background. Um, but you need a reason to justify what you pick. And man, was that Ty Conte has got um, awards and 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 a background in in martial arts, much like Hikaru Sheeda has. Um, yeah. So two pretty good picks. Um, now let's get into more your wheelhouse. Uh, yes, with the the Japanese uh, uh, wrestling, I have a feeling that our new Japan ones will be similar. Do you reckon? Or, yeah. So <laughs> I've gone for 
uh, Minoru Suzuki. Okay. The reason why, uh, he, his nickname is the Murder Grandpa for a reason. Um, he's uh, an absolute pioneer in mixed martial arts. Uh, essentially created or was co-founder of a company called Pancras, which was uh, kind of an amalgamation of, of wrestling and martial arts and uh, kind of a, a shoot uh, wrestling company. Um, but he's uh, he's trained and uh, got praised from elite level fighters, guys like Ken Shamrock, uh, Josh Barnett, Baz Rutan. Um, he's he's his grappling and submission skills are pretty much second to none. Uh, and he was also um, the second king of of Pancras. So I've gone for for the murder grandpa Minoru Suzuki. Is he your champion? He was my only choice. Your only choice. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Um, so again, I've gone for a division. I've got. I've gone for a split division here. We got uh, two two definite styles from two of them, and two very different styles from the other. Okay. Um, Suzuki, absolutely. Uh, you'd have to pick him, as you say. As you say, second king of Pancrase, co-founder of Pancrase, um, legit MMA record. Um, e- even now, could tie you up in knots and snap anything he wants to <laughs> and have a lot of fun doing it so um it's gotta be suzuki as a pick opposite him i'd have kota ibushi okay um just because what does that what does that note say okay because he's a martial artist mm-hmm. so, and so also he, he he would kill his own body so he'd have exactly. no problem destroying yours that's what i put absolutely he's just insane crazy he would he would uh be a very very a suicidal style of fighting, but uh, I'm sure we get get some results. Mm-hmm. Then I've got Fale. Just for the size factor. Size of him. Um, did quite well in rugby in New Zealand, which, as we know, is pretty, pretty much as elite level sport as it gets. Yep. Um, yeah. And as I say, he's massive. And then I've got Jeff Cobb as well. Another, another just barrel-shaped human being. Um, I had as a consideration Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, not the heaviest of wrestlers, uh, not got a lot of muscle on him, but the way he, if he gets you to the ground, uh, he he's going to snap ligaments and tendons uh, pretty much at, at will. So yep. he's a consideration, but over Minoru Suzuki, yeah, everybody, everyone bows to the king. Absolutely. I mean, so many of them are great wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Um, that again, what I was saying earlier about you don't actually know which ones would, which ones who don't have a have a pro fighting career would be good. That's even more so in Japan because they're all such good wrestlers. Like, look at someone like Sonada. Mm-hmm. He's big. He's athletic. He's a great wrestler. If it was a proper fight, rest, if it was a proper fight, would would those skills translate? I don't know. I, and I, I was thinking that for Zack Sabre Jr. because I, I was thinking about him, but then uh, yeah, I ruled him out on that. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Uh, but you you are right. I mean, you look at uh, even the the top tier wrestlers like uh, Nato, like Tanahashi, Okada. Um, in ring, they are pretty much the elite of the elite. But does does a rainmaker translate to a proper fight? Does a half life floor? Do you get an opportunity to use that if you're in the weeds? And Nato's Nato, <laughs> Nato's got biscuits, uh, biscuit knees. So one yeah. one kick to to them, and he's he's out for the count. So I had to kind of like discard them 
because of just not having enough knowledge of how they will be able to handle themselves in a in a shoot fight. No, I think of the top the top tier. The, the, so let's let's take those three guys. I think I think Tanahashi would be able to handle himself the best. But I've got nothing to base that on at all. <laughs> just just a gut feel looking at um looking how they wrestle. My issue like... would be it, it would be too nice. He'd let you win. Yeah, he might do. Because he's just such an like a, an honourable, just just nice. He's just a nice guy. <laughs> I think. I hope. He seems it. Yeah. He, uh, he could be fooling us all. He could be. So now, and this was this was the toughest one for me because uh, I have very little to base my picks on. I don't know a lot about Noah. You have uh, you become a, a bit of a aficionado of Noah over the last few years. So yeah, this, this is this is this is my uh, this this is my promotion now. This I, I won't I won't miss Noah shows. Everything else I'm at the moment I'm not not racing to catch up on. But no, I know I'm loving at the moment. So, with that being said, um, I'll like to hear your picks first. Okay. See so if again, I'm a fool of myself. Like new, like new Japan. I've got two two divisions, um, or two two separate sides of of my my main event scene. So, first off, I've got. Um, I mean, the the first part of it is pretty much. The pro wrestling Noah main event scene as it is. I think I think part of part of Noah's appeal is it is it it is already quite real or is presented as quite real. So the legit fighters tend to tend to rise to the top anyway. So I've got um, Katsuhiko Nakajima, who's okay. got a, a, a history in karate, and uh, and Keno, who's who's got a, got a history in uh, in kempo. Um, so I don't think they competed at elite levels, but they they highly trained in it, and they've kind of de- devoted their time to it when they were younger. And you watch them, and their kick fighting, uh, essentially, essentially, essentially kickboxing that they do in the uh, in pro wrestling Noah looks legit. It looks real, and you and you believe that if they, if they were to be unleashed and go for real, they could easily uh, knock people out with, with with the kicks they're throwing in there. So I've gone for I've gone for Nakajima and Keno, and Nakajima's obviously is the is the GHC champion at the moment. Um, and then on the other side, I've got two of the older guys. So you mentioned Suzuki, the co-founder of Pancrase. The other side of that coin, uh, the other co-founder, the king of Pancrase, uh, Masa, Ma, Ma, sorry, Masakatsu Funaki, um, who's current. The, the GHC national champion, which is the second tier uh, championship in uh, in Noah, and uh, yeah, I've, I think he was uh, gen, gen, generally kind of um, believed to be the best in Pancrase, mm-hmm. and uh, and really the one who had Suzuki's beating. Yep, um, and I'm glad you included him because it means I'm not as as foolish as I thought because he was my pick. <laughs> Uh, Excellent. Yeah, like you said, uh, co-founder of Pancreas. Um, again, one of those uh, the the kind of pre uh, preeminent shoot wrestling uh, promotions. Um, but again, he uh, has faced the likes of Josh Barnett, the likes of Frank Shamrock. Um, he's beaten Baz Rutan. He's beaten Ken Shamrock. Um, Beating Minoru Suzuki um, all the way through his career, first uh, and only person to win the the, the King of Pancrase title twice, um, 
and he's widely considered um, to be one of the greatest uh, fighters to come out of Japan in any kind of uh, martial art form. Um, Sherdog.com, which is uh, one of the preeminent um, MMA websites, uh, have him ranked at number one um, in the in the world for MMA in 96 and 97. Uh, and he was also ranked as a, a top four pound-for-pound pound fighter in every single year from 1993 to 1998. Uh, and even now, some 25 years on, he's still elite level uh, and a champion in, in essentially the second biggest wrestling company in, in Japan. So, yeah, he's a, a scary, scary dude. He is so well-respected. And, you know, Noah, Noah has a lot of older guys in it. But mm-hmm. all the older guys in it, they feel legit. Um, the other one is, is Kazushi Sakuraba. Oh, yeah. Um, who uh, apparently was the first Japanese champion in UFC history. Correct. Um, and you mentioned, you mentioned them earlier, the Gracies. His nickname is actually the Gracie Hunter. Mm-hmm. And he's uh, he's announced to the ring as the Gracie Hunter because uh, apparently he beat four, four different uh, Gracie brothers. Um, which is apparently quite not quite a not not an easy thing to do. Certainly, I think he may have even broke some of their arms. Yeah, certainly not in the in the the early years of the of the the Gracie lineage. Uh, now it could probably beat some of them because obviously the the more Gracie they are, the 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 kind of more watered down the talent pool is. But yeah. those earlier Gracies, the uh, Heist Gracie and, and the like, were they were animals. They were absolute animals, beating men twice their weight uh in in uh, in ufc fights is just absolutely unreal <laughs> well, I, I don't know which i don't know which ones he beat um i don't know where them and uh my champion i've gone for sakuraba um two reasons i think again just to, to exercise a bit of caution but watching them in noah he looks like the best wrestler he looks mm-hmm. like the best grappler um with the kind of the most should we say kind of unique grappling style um whether that would tra- translate to actual fighting I, I don't know but he looks like it and he actually beat masakatsu Funaki in back in 2007 um actually i believe sakuraba beat uh sakuraba beat um shibata who, who was who was trained by funaki and then Funa- and then uh kind of funaki came to uh maybe fight for the honor of uh, a shibata and uh, sakuraba beat him too so yeah so so the graces that he beat were uh hoyler gracer henzo gracer ryan gracer and, and hoist gracer um he's actually beaten 13 different mma uh champions uh for different organizations uh and a lot of them were were multiple weight classes uh, above him um so there's a, a list of, of some of the fighters he, he's beaten. So he's uh he's faced um two time uh welterweight champion Carlos Newton. Um he's beaten uh light heavyweight champions Vita Belfort and Quinton Rampage Jackson, beating heavyweight champion uh Kevin Randleman, beat uh Hoyce Gracie who I mentioned before, he's uh, a three time UFC tournament champion. He's beaten uh Ken Shamrock, who was the foot UFC Superbike champion. And King of Pancras, uh, um, Masakatsu Fanaki, we've, we've talked about, uh, Ikuhisha Minoa, who was the, the dream Super Hulk tournament champion, uh, Vernon White, who was King of the Cage light heavyweight champion, 
Marcus Silvera, who was the the battle kid, extreme uh, fighting champion. Um, so yeah, he was the first, and uh, there was a first and only uh, one of two Japanese uh, champions in, in in the UFC. Yeah, he's uh, another scary, scary, scary dude. Quite a record, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's quite funny to watch, in Noah, because he's quite a joker and uh, messes around a lot. But as you say, he. And he's 52 <laughs> he's years old. Legitimately scary. Yeah. 52, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's a, they're some of the hardest motherfuckers in the, the sport of pro wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> there's, it, there's a lot of them out there, isn't it? Mm, yeah. I've got a um, supplementary question. Oh, are we, we, we're done with the rosters, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, that's everyone, that's everyone covered. Supplementary question, okay. Maybe, uh, so looking at kind of our era of watching wrestling say 90s through to through to now the last 30 years who do you think would have been a much bigger deal if if uh if re- if pro wrestling was legit um two simple answers both around the same time um Dan Seven and Ken yep. Shamrock yep and i'm actually surprised that with the name power of that Ken Shamrock had with how long he was in the company, with the way he worked with the company, even in the cafe uh, way, I'm surprised he was never world champion because too, he absolutely. he looked absolutely legitimate. He was in the company for what the best part of three years, so he certainly had that longevity. Um, Dan Seven was uh, came into the company, multiple wrestling companies champion. I think he was the current NWA uh, World Heavyweight Champion when he came into the company, uh, but those two were mortal enemies. Uh, in the in the the realm of UFC uh, and and um, and MMA, so those two, if if the Attitude Era was was legit, they would rule absolutely rule that Attitude Era. Yeah, particularly when you think back to Attitude Era, not not everybody was the physical physical specimen they are now. No, no, exactly. So they, they'd be right. Yeah, they'd be right. So I had both of those names. I had. I mean, he was a big deal anyway. But Kurt Angle. Mm-hmm. would have been the biggest deal i think i think the issue with him was obviously the broken neck yeah um so that that would have been a weak point um because if if it wasn't a shoot fight he's got a target there not specifically on his back but on his neck um but yeah i still wouldn't want to go five rounds with him thinking absolutely no, murder absolutely him not I wouldn't have liked to. <laughs> I wouldn't have liked to see uh, John Cena try and beat the Nexus five on one if Wade Barrett was allowed to go. Uh, yeah, because he was a <laughs> allegedly an unlicensed boxer. Yeah, but, and... well, there's no proof of that. <laughs> wink, wink. And finally, um, which is crazy because he's current currently the 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 uh, Raw champion, but Bo- I think Bobby Lashley would have been a much bigger deal earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, even even before he entered MMA, his his history with uh, with combat uh, in terms of uh, a collegiate level wrestling, then army level wrestling, yeah, it's it's certainly not to be sniffed at. And he's another one like Sheamus who looks like he's been carved by the gods. Even mm-hmm. now, I think he's like forty five years old, uh, and it, there's not a wrinkle on the guy. It's just a hundred percent muscle scarily looking muscle yeah I, I i i can't get my head around how he wasn't a bigger deal the f- first time he was with mm-hmm. with wwe he, he never he was never champion was he he was ecw champion, ECW one champion. Time. Yeah. yeah 
But and then yeah. I think he got he ended up getting drafted over to the main roster and yeah, Vince didn't see see anything really big in him, which is shocking because he then went to, to TNA and was was brutal. Absolutely brutal. The dominator. Uh, and yeah. then in his Bellator record is again kind of a uh, like Jake Hager, he's not had the 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 highest level of opponent, but he's certainly uh, cruised through his, uh, his his victories, and he's got a really decent record. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think that's he'd be another legitimate one. I can only think at the, at the at the time it must it must have been the promo skills were were yeah were because he that was has... that was a time of big characters. Mm-hmm. He did have kind of like the a very soft voice. And I think he still kind of does now. I think having uh, MVP as his mouthpiece yeah. perfectly fits. Absolutely. Because yeah. he just has to stand there, look me mugging, say the odd word, and it's almost like in that Paul Heyman vein. Um, but, yeah, he, he should have been huge. Yeah. Well, it's, 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 it's good. He fi- he's finally getting his time in the, time in the sun now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. A uh, bit late, but he should he, – it's it's good that he's finally being recognised for for the the quality wrestler that he is. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's that's essentially this week's uh topic wrapped up. Now, Great topic what... that you smashed that one. I'm saying that a lot to you recently, but that was I really enjoyed it. Well, hopefully, you'll be saying it again because ordinarily it would now be either yours or Ray's pick. Come with me, our topic being uh being the one we just discussed. But I'm going to. Um, harken back to the old days of of Badlands, and I'm going to use a power. Don't you do it to me. I'm going to veto you getting a pick this week. You got to be kidding me! I, I have a reason. So hear <laughs> me. Be a good one. Um, there, uh, for context, uh, we're recording in the aftermath of the 2022 Royal Rumble. Uh, now we've spoke about this uh, off recording, uh, and I think we're both in agreement that. The the winners were the safe options, the options that made the most sense in terms of star power. Yeah, um, to sell a WrestleMania, I think. Mm-hmm. I think it made sense. But it's caused a lot of uh, controversy on wrestling Twitter, as as every decision the WWE makes <laughs> tends to do. Um, so I wanted to kind of like piggyback off that and and um, and and kind of rebook the Royal Rumble. Now, okay. the reason I asked Ray for who he w- would pick uh, and with no context is because I want to pose the question, what if X, insert name wrestler here, won the 2022 Royal Rumble? So I want, I've got Ray, obviously he's picked Biggie. I want you to pick a wrestler and and then I'm going to pick a wrestler. And then next week we fantasy book the next 12 months of that person's career in WWE. So from Royal Rumble 2022 to Royal Rumble 2023, how their their year would pan out after winning the Royal Rumble. So who would you have liked to have seen? I mean, you could pick male or female. So who would you, first of all, like to have seen to win the 2022 Royal Rumble? That's a hell of a question, isn't it? Uh, have you got yours? Do you want to go for yours first, and I'll quickly while I quickly think. So, I've got mine. Yeah. Uh, do, do, they, do they have to have been in the rumble? It, no, they just have to be a, a current WWE wrestler, yeah. I suppose. Um, so, man was someone who was actually, um, according to 
um, several sources was was slated to be heavily considered for for winning the rumble. Uh, I'm going to go with Matt Riddle. Wow, that'd be a good one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, I wish I wish I'd wish I'd thought about this one a bit more. <laughs> I love it when I spring stuff on you. Uh, I mean, I'm going to go. I mean, you could take the safe bet and go Charlotte if you if you'd like. No, she's she she's she doesn't. Is, is there any is there any any women outside of the name I would have gone for? She doesn't need the rub. So she doesn't. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Gunter. Oh, interesting. I mean, I, I dare say that's twelve months of of chest breaks, yeah. rib injuries, and and hand imprints on people. <laughs> yeah. So essentially, next week, uh, if, hopefully, Ray can can make it. We will have. What if Big E, what if Matt Riddle, or what if Gunter won the 2022 Royal Rumble? Was that worthy of a veto? It was. I like it. And you're forcing me to fantasy book. I've got to do a 12 month fantasy book. It's my wheelhouse as well. I really <laughs> enjoy it. So my, Mine's going mine's gonna to read like a... Weak point. It's, it's your kryptonite. Mine's going to read like a Japanese RPG or something. It just... <laughs> <laughs> Characters coming in from <laughs> from uh, from Impact twenty years ago, everything. WXW stars turning up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so yeah, essentially that's next week's show um, booked and pram. So there's only uh, one thing to do, sir. Lead us out. Yeah. Well, as always, thank you for thank you for listening this far. If you if 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 you have done, we appreciate each and every one of you. Uh, downloading, listening, cheering, liking, and uh, most important to us, commenting. I love love hearing your comments. This one, tell 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 us who you think would be the toughest world champions in each of those companies. Uh, if uh, if pro wrestling uh, was a real thing, if 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 uh, if it was all legit, who would be who'd be your champions? I'd love to hear them. Um, you can do that. Best place to do that. We're always on Twitter. Um, Magsy here is over at Podfather Mags. I'm at Rain Counter. Ray gave his earlier um, at It's Ray Cash, um, and we're at Badlands Pod. So go over there and let us know. Let us know your thoughts. Um, let us know your thoughts on who you think should have won, who you would have liked to win the Royal Rumble as well. Perhaps how you would have booked them. They'd be cool to. They'll be cool to hear as well. Um, best place to find this podcast if you don't already know is uh every single thursday we get released um i think it's it's thursday evening in the uk about nine o'clock which should be i don't know what's that tea time in in the states about three three on the the east coast i think or two on the west coast yeah afternoon afternoonish in the states ready for your drive home from work like ray um so head over to your podcast provider of choice uh Find Chairshot Radio, um, subscribe, um, and not only would you get us every Thursday, there's tons of great podcasts all week long. Um, that if you miss it, if you're missing out on at the moment, you're a fool. They're excellent stuff on all sorts: basketball, kind of uh, nerd culture. You've got UFC. I definitely need to listen to that. <laughs> Educate myself a bit. Um, you can also, uh, if if you're looking for some cool cheer shop merch um there's plenty over at pro wrestlingtees.com forward slash the cheer shop um to go check those out um anything you purchase there would go towards the running costs of uh of this wonderful network 
um, so it'd be much appreciated. And um, is there anything else? Oh, yeah. Obviously, for all your hard-hitting pro wrestling news and opinion, head over to thecheershot.com. Um, again, great articles over there, and you can find links to all, all of the podcasts there as well. Um, apart from that, I think that's I think that's everything. I think that's all the plugs. I think I got them all. You nailed it. Nailed it. Um, so until next Thursday, please join us again. Um, until then, stay safe. Always use your head and uh, look forward to speak to you next week. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. American Giant makes great clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, and more right here in the U.S. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order with code STAPLE20. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, code STAPLE20.